Thank you for joining me, Captain Nail. Yes, you bet. To start, could you just describe for us what the investigative services are at MPD? What are your primary goals and functions? Now, investigative services at MPD is separate from detectives that work at the district stations. So we have detective units here at the central district station, specifically for violent crime. We have a violent crime unit. We have a burglary crime unit. We have a special victims unit, and I also oversee the gang and neighborhood crime abatement team along with the criminal intelligence section and have some supervisory authority over the Dane County Narcotics Task Force as well. And so MPD's Hate Crimes Task Force launched last Wednesday. Can you give us the rundown on this new program? Typically, those crimes are handled on a district level. So what we're doing is we're trying to increase information flow and communications among the districts and also in investigative services. So we're bringing in the detective lieutenants from the six police districts and then also with the detective lieutenants and myself from investigative services to discuss these cases and try to have more of a centralized approach to how we investigate them and dispose them to the district attorney's office if that's appropriate. This task force right now, it's been designated to run for 90 days. Is this sort of just a trial period to see how it would work? Yes, I believe so. And so what are the main things that you'll be looking for over the next few months? I can tell you what we'll be looking for is more collaboration amongst the districts and investigative services in particular, because investigative services has never really handled these type of calls before, these type of investigations. So we'll be looking at collaborations amongst the detectives and detective lieutenants and just kind of describing what cases we're seeing, what potential follow-up could be done, and then how we'd be able to potentially advocate for prosecution of these cases if they would warrant. Part of the task force will also involve a little bit of community outreach as well. So we're uh, involving our core unit and the lieutenant involved with core, along with our public information officer, to maybe message things out if we see fit as well. It's going to be a little bit of work in progress, but I think we have a pretty solid foundation on how to move forward. When you mention outreach, what exactly would that look like? Just informing people what a hate crime is or what your function will be? It's not really going to be my decision or purview. I I would think that both of those things would be involved in that, yes. But I guess it could involve even more aspects. Do you plan on getting any kind of community feedback? What would that look like? Well, again, that would probably be a function of our community outreach unit. Uh, so I don't really want to speak to them, you know, what they would want to do in that regard. However, I do know that we have messaging software that we get out to crime victims. That's on a daily basis with our patrol officers. We could potentially do community surveys uh, in that regard. I'm curious, too, how frequently does Madison see crimes that could be prosecuted as hate crimes? Is this something that happens fairly commonly in our community? I wouldn't say it was common, and I, I don't have access to up-to-date records on how many have been reported to the department and how many have been referred to the district attorney's office for prosecution. Unfortunately, I'd have to refer you to our records department for that exact information. But I think it does occur. And I also think that there has been an uptick in the last couple of years. I, I guess I don't, I don't have proof of that in front of me as far as records necessarily, but I think what the chief is looking to do in this situation it certainly can't hurt. And better communication amongst investigators will certainly hopefully bring better outcomes to victims of these type of incidents moving forward.
you mentioned that a big function of this task force is to make the investigations more centralized. What have the effects been in the past to not have a sort of central location where investigations are run? Well, other types of crimes, we've seen things that have crossed district boundaries and, you know, one district group of detectives might not know what another district is dealing with. That's fairly common with violent offenses in particular, which is one of the reasons we went to the the VCU model back in 2015, I believe it was. And it's possible that we might see patterns of these type of cases that transcend our traditional district boundaries. It would make it simpler to keep track of things and help the detectives collaborate with one another. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think keeping track is probably, that'll be a bonus, but it's not that I don't think we've kept good track of them before. It's just, but it would definitely the matter of what you said as far as detectives being able to collaborate amongst each other a little bit better. So what exactly are the next steps? It sounds like there's going to be a 90-day trial period. Could the task force potentially be extended past that? Well, I think it's definitely possible if we think there's a need for it. But as far as the next steps are concerned, we're, we're setting up regular meetings at a command level, at least. For lieutenants and above, we're going to be discussing what districts are seeing and what they're assigning to their detectives and kind of making a plan moving forward. Say this task force is extended past 90 days. What would be some long-term goals? The long-term goal would be to try to get to a point where you know, we don't have these type of crimes occurring. I don't know if that's too lofty a goal. So I, I think some lesser goals would be to try to get each district or each investigative team on the same page as to what we're looking for in these cases and what is the best way to go about investigating them, what's the best way to go about packaging something to the district attorney's office that has the best chance for prosecution, what are the messages we can get to the community about the work that we're doing and or, you know, what constitutes a hate crime, what constitutes freedom of speech which I think some people sometimes confuse the two. I should add, it's easily confusable. So, yeah, I think those would be some of the the more achievable goals, maybe. And is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, Not at this time. Other than if you think you have experienced either a hate crime or know of someone else that has experienced a hate crime, to, to definitely report it to us. Thank you again for agreeing to speak with me, Captain Nail. Yeah, you bet. That was Captain Daniel Nail of the Madison Police Department's Investigative Services. Last Wednesday, they launched their Hate Crimes Task Force, which will undergo evaluation after 90 days. Captain Nail says, long term, they're hoping to counter the recent uptick in hate crimes in our community. But right now, they're hoping that taking a more centralized approach to hate crime investigation will help law enforcement collaborate across the city 